Welcome to Tracks Through Time. I'm your host and FreightWaves Deputy Editor, Brielle Jekyll, and I'm here to tell you about some of the most spooky stories throughout history in transportation and freight. And as always, I am here with Mary O'Connell, fellow FreightWaves TV host, and today we are getting into some fun territory to celebrate our favorite holiday, Halloween. Brielle, we're going ghost hunting <laughs> with our spooky season. It is spooky season full-fledged here. And today we are going to be telling some stories about some of the most supposed, most haunted highways in the United States. I mean, mine are more specifically located to the Midwest, specifically Missouri, but I, I love I love a good haunted highway story. Um, I'm not a huge ghost believer myself, but, you know, to each his own. I love, well, a, good, I love a good ghost story, though. Listen, if I stuck stuck in New Jersey, we would be here all day because, like I said before, I live in the Pine Barrens, which is Jersey Devil territory. And literally all we have is ghost stories. <laughs> You have you a forest. Go. You have a massive forest, which is where people go to die and ghosts become a I thing. live in the forest. <laughs> I sent you that video yesterday of my road with no buildings and just trees. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is just where I live. Nothing. Yeah. Just barren forests. Like, something could jump out and be like a zombie and get you any second. And it would just be like, mm, classic New Jersey. Well, I forgot to bring my book over here, but I think I pulled it up one time. Um, so uh, we have uh, what what kind of reminded me to do or what made me decide to do this episode for Halloween is I have this this is a very famous book and magazine in New Jersey called Weird New Jersey and it's just like a list of all the crazy like weird haunted abandoned stuff in New Jersey so that's kind of where my inspiration for this came today um, and there's only one I, I stuck to one and I'm not even going to use Clinton Road because Clinton Road is one of the most famous haunted roads in new jersey but it's not a major trucking road so i was like ah well that story is for another day <laughs> well let's get into it tell me yeah. a story about a haunted highway all right so very loosey-goosey episode here and you know take take everything that you hear with a grain of salt but so, i know we found it all on the internet and abraham lincoln told me that everything i read on the internet's true yes absolutely <laughs> Um, okay, so let's start with one of the spookier names, Route 666. Also known as the Devil's Highway, is a former highway in the United States that was renamed to Route 491 in 03. Uh, and this route with route road, which passed This road, which passes through the state of New Mexico and Colorado, has been the source of numerous urban legends and ghosts due to its eerie name and the remote desolate terrain that it, it goes over um so a lot of these stories are more for folklore than fact all the websites say but let's go with let's go with fact today so uh some truckers and travelers have reported that strange and unsettling experiences while driving on this road have happened to them. So um, here are some real ghost stories and a couple other about their experiences on Route 66 or also Route 40, 491. Uh, stick with 666 if it's the theme of, the, of what we're doing better. <laughs> All right. So 
The Phantom Hitchhiker. One ghost story involves a phantom hitchhiker that often describes a as a woman in distress who appears on the side of the road. Truckers and motorists have claimed to have picked her up, probably in the age where hitchhiking was more common, mm-hmm. um, only for her to suddenly disappear from the vehicle. people also see uh truckers have also seen some mysterious lights or orbs that follow their vehicle alongside the road um some of them are unnerving or mesmerizing um people see things in the rear view mirror um a lot of truckers have seen like strange figures in their rear view mirrors and then um they'll appear and then vanish um also a lot of unexplained sounds and whispers and eerie laughter um and then some people even say that they hear voices like distinct voices when no one's around um and then of course an overwhelming sense of dread dun 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 and that's all i have and there's no story why it it i don't know if anything happened there if you guys know anything and i missed it please let me know in the comments Oh, yes. If anyone has any personal re- recounts or stories of any of the highways we've talked about or any highways we've missed, please let us know because Absolutely. I'm like, I love reading a good ghost story. So those DMs are open 24-7 for a If good you ghost guys story. reach out, uh, out to us enough, maybe we will make a Twitter Spaces um, uh, ghost story night next week. We can get we can all bring our lanterns and tell spooky stories. stories. Um, well, my first spooky story, Brielle, I wish it was darker in here, but I can't control the sun. Um, my first spooky story is, um, about Bloomfield Road in Cape Girardeau. So Cape Girardeau is at like the top of the boot heel of Missouri. It's about two hours south of St. Louis. It's a really cool town. I went to college there. And so Bloomfield Road actually is like one of the major roads. Well, ish. it's like, it starts in like the woods and then it like not the woods but like in a more rural area and then it feeds into like the heart of town and it's by a car dealership and menards and everything like that so before you get to menards and the car dealership or after if you're heading into the wood or into the more rural area there is the story of mad lucy so the record shows that mad lucy lived with her family along a very old highway which is you know now known as bloomfield road Dr. Frank Nickel, a local historian to Cape Girardeau, has said that just one of the stories that says that that's just one of the stories of weird stuff that's happened on Bloomfield Road. Bloomfield Road has always been considered one of the most haunted roads in Missouri, particularly, you know, out past the Menards and the car dealerships. Once you get to the more rural areas, Um, I'm pretty sure they're not haunting the Honda dealership, but I could be wrong. Um, I worked at a Honda dealership and I could say they're probably all haunted. I mean, it's a partnership, so it is what it is. Um, <laughs> Lucy was reportedly in a buggy headed down Bloomfield Road and when it crashed, like back in the horse and buggy days, and it severely injured her. Legend has it that she then suffered a mental breakdown. And if if you drive down the road now, if you're very quiet when you drive down the road, some say you can still hear her crawl, calling for help. I went a little extra further and started looking up Bloomfield Road. You can buy a house along Bloomfield Road, like along the part where she allegedly like haunts. It's a hard no. Okay, that's everywhere here. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the first one that I have for you. Very spooky. She suffered a mental breakdown after a physical 
Yeah, break. like she injured her leg, which I'm assuming broke it. And then she had a mental breakdown. And I guess I tried to find more information, but it was kind of hard. And I don't know if she like died out on the road or if she just like died at a house on the road, like by her house. So, um, yeah, so it turns out if you too get injured and then have a mental breakdown, you too could haunt a road for all eternity. I can't wait to live my life like that the rest of my life or eternity. <laughs> all right. Now I'm going to get into Route 44. Hey, I have one of those by me. Well, it's an interstate. So here's hoping it's not the, the same one that I drive on all the time. I'm not great. No, I <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you are in the Hudson Valley area, then you probably know route 44 i'm getting this information from uh hudson valley's new country uh station <laughs> um out of curiosity um for those of us who like don't have a map not to repeat the texas city situation where is hudson valley oh it's like well for me i think i think of it like upstate new york but it like it, it spans it's like upstate okay so it's on the east coast like you know, some of us, some of us just aren't up to date on oh, all yeah. of our. Oh, our sorry. Yeah, it's upstate. Cities. It's it's up part of upstate New York. Okay. But anyway, so Route 44 runs through uh, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, all that great stuff. Um, so on this road, you can for the past thirty years, apparently, a redheaded hitchhiker, similar to your story, has been tormenting those who drive through Route Forty Four, especially uh, in Rehoboth. Uh, legend has it that a hitchhiker died in a terrible car accident in the area, and now, like our previous story, she waits for a ride from a friendly human. Um, but they tell you not to travel on Route Forty Four alone because one minute. Uh, you'll be alone. And then the next, you're looking at a six-foot bearded man in your rearview mirror, um, and the radio will scan randomly and end on a man hysterically laughing. That's terrifying. Um, they um, There's also stories of something called melon heads, which are deformed, deranged individuals who are said to roam the woods near the area. Um, and these stories often tell tales of cannibalism and eerie encounters with these mysterious figures. So um, I'm just going to echo the stay out of the forest. Oh. Also, like usual, there's a lot of orbs, a lot of lights, a lot of other um, paranormal activity there. And yeah, um, but most of the legends are tied to sad accidents like the one discussed in the beginning um well i have one that uh is a little different it does involve the woods so i would like to echo the stay out of the forest uh thing um so it's actually very close to my house approximately 30 minutes away and it is called zombie road Ooh. now apparently back in back in yesteryear it used to be like a road but then it became a park and so now it's part of like a St. Louis County park and they paved part of it, but there's still part of like the road that's off the paved trail. Um, and yeah, it's a good time. So in the city of Wildwood, which is that 
30 minutes from downtown St. 30, 40 minutes from downtown St. Louis. Um, there's a series of trails that cover a long gone road. And that is still recognized again as one of the most haunted roads in America. We're just really keeping consistent here in Missouri. Um, it's now it went from one of the most haunted rails or roads to a paved community walking trail. Um, <laughs> so it's technically called the Merrimack Greenway. It's very beauty, beautiful. They have like this, like it's so many miles of like walking trails and everything like that. It's beautiful. It goes throughout most of St. Louis, but we only care about the part in Wildwood. So it was featured in uh, like the early 2000s in a documentary called Children of the Grave by the Booth Brothers. They went six miles into the forest, like into the forest and found a quote, shadow nest of children. Don't really know what a shadow nest is, but I know that I don't want to find one. So one person was actually interviewed uh, last year by our local NBC News affiliate. Um, and they told a story on a night in 2013 after a horseback ride. They went for a late night walk in the area and is home to a series of trails and everything. So they were on a walk with their aunt and she came back and uh, it wasn't paved yet. So she came back and she had scratches all over her legs, but there was no scratches. Like she had her riding gear on and layers because apparently it was cold. There was no scratches, no damage to her outer layers. There's just scratches all over her legs and she kept feeling pockets of air and like, you know, like something wasn't right. And so, um, they still don't really know, but she's like, I'm a believer in ghosts now. And it used, so the original zombie road used to sit as a claimed to sit atop one of the sites of one of the largest Native American burial grounds in the country. It's rumored to be occupied by spirits of indigenous people, Confederate soldiers, children, industrial workers, you name it. It's got everything. So this is where it gets interesting. A representative from the St. Louis County Parks Department urges people to not go searching for anything on or around the trails late at night, mostly because like the parks close 30 minutes after sundown. So it's like kind of against the law. But they said that wandering the trails is dangerous. You shouldn't go looking for this. So to me, this means it goes all the way to the top, all the way to the top. They're they're They know what's going on there. Mm -hmm. They always yeah. do. Why do you think the parks in the forest close after the sun goes down? Exactly. Because they're high. All the way stuff. to the top. All the way to the top, baby. <laughs> okay. So my next. Oh, first of all, I so I tried to find what a shadow nest is and it just comes up with bald eagle stuff. So. so when I was looking it up, there's like video footage from this documentary that they used in this news broadcast that had like it was this kind of like shadows of like tiny children among the trees. Um, it was a little terrifying. I'm not going to lie. Let's make a movie about that. We can make a million bucks. I don't, I don't know that I want to. Oh, I'm going to kidnap you for a scary movie night. I'm just going <laughs> to strap you to a chair and make you watch some of the worst movies you could possibly imagine. <laughs> there will be lots of screaming and terrifying. <laughs> I'm going to make you watch X. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Um, which is not the scariest movie I could think of. I don't know why I said that. Okay. So my next one is U.S. Route 99, also known as U.S. Highway 99, was a major north-south highway in the western United States. And it was largely, largely replaced by Interstate 5. Um, and it runs from... 
a place in California that I'm not going to even try, uh, to Blaine, Washington. Uh, and it has tons of urban legends and ghost stories. And here are a few. So like usual, uh, it has a phantom hitchhiker. Um, yeah. So basically people pitch, pick up a hitchhiker and then the, that person will disappear. Um, but here's a common motif in ghost stories. Along the highway, there's often a lady in white. Um, and there have been accounts of drivers seeing a woman dressed in white along the road, often near bridges or other landmarks. Um, she may be a ghost or a spirit, spirit associated with a tragic event, but people are not sure. Also, more orbs and lights. But some regions along US 99 have had legends of phantom trains that appear and then disappear mysteriously. Uh, and these stories often harken back to the days when trains were a common mode of transportation in the area, but are no longer such. Um, also, this is kind of weird. Um, they'll like a lot of um, weird other like trains and other like buildings appear and like, disappear. Um, and a lot of old hotels and houses and cemeteries are are supposed to have um uh like ghostly apparitions throughout the whole route so it's like really just like this route kind of like draws it's just it's not like one section of the the highway it's like this whole area around to it um but and but again sad uh a lot of tragic accidents have happened on this road um so that could be that what has contributed to this um but uh there's some really interesting stuff. Um, there was, um, there was like a, um, there was a missing woman, uh, one time and this like reporter for the, uh, Seattle Times went to like investigate and they showed uh, a picture of a missing woman to a bartender and the, the patron in the bar said that that, uh, that um a su suspicious person uh what was then the king county police um but that person was actually a um a police officer but he didn't say so it was something out of a scary movie where like he was leading on the the um uh, the reporter and wouldn't give him many details but was like kind of like go back where you came from so it was a scary scary area that sounds weird. <laughs> Super weird. All right. Well, we're going to take it back to the 1800s because who doesn't love a story from yesteryear? More specifically, the devil's promenade. Buckle up. We're dancing with the devil. Technically, it's near Hornet, Missouri. It's There's a whole thing. We'll get into it. So, bobbing and bouncing along a dirt road in northeast Oklahoma, you know, just the bustling metropolis that it is, is the Hornet Spook Light. It's a paranormal enigma that has been around for over a century. It is most often described as an orange ball of light that that's like travels from east to west across a four-mile gravel road called the Devil's Promenade. So... It's often referred to as the Joplin spook light or the Tri-State spook light. Um, it's technically in Oklahoma. So if anyone knows about Missouri, it's like Oklahoma's here. The little boot heels here. We're like talking about right over here. Kind of by uh, dark or kind of by um, 
Rogers, Arkansas, where uh, Walmart is. Um, so we're talking about that area. So it's, uh, but it's most often called the Hornet one because when you look, when you're driving away from Oklahoma back to Missouri, you see this light over this really tiny town called called Hornet, Missouri. Um, so it's uh, technically near this small town of Quapaw, Oklahoma. So that's cool. Um, and it's kind of on the way to Joplin. So according to the legend, the spook light was first seen by the Indians along the infamous Trail of Tears in 1836. The first official report of the of this occurred in 1881 in a publication literally called The Ozark Spook Light. And so this ball of fire is described as varying from the size of a baseball to a basketball and it dances and spins down the center of the road at high speed so i'm picturing like you know something straight out of space jam um it'll go up to the treetops it'll come back down to the ground it'll go up and down up and down it'll just look like you know like you're a cat playing with like a laser toy um and so it has been around for over 100 years there are pictures of it According to the locals, the best time to view it is between 10 and midnight. Of course, the beautiful witching hour. Um, but this light does not come out or it tends to shy away from large groups and loud sounds. So a lot of people have been, have been studying it, even the Army Corps of Engineers, and no one has been able to provide a conclusive answer as to what where the light has come from. That's kind of crazy. It's just Over one like a hundred years, man. I like that. It's not just like, you know, all these stories are just like some people see orbs sometimes, but this is one specific light that won't go away. Yeah. And like, it's literally in the middle of nowhere. Like I've never been to Hornet, but it's not, like that part of Missouri is not well populated. So it's, mm -hmm. it couldn't be like a light from someone's truck or a farm, but also it's been around since 1800. So it's not like there was like a bunch of random lights hanging out. Yeah, right. Okay, so this is one route with multiple different specific characters. Nope, nope, no. Get nope. ready. All right. So I, actually, this is kind of more towards you than me. Um, yeah, we're going to head to Chicago. Um, known for its rich history and many legends and ghost stories. And some of the ghostly legends are associated with Resurrection Cemetery and Bachelor's Grove C Cemetery, which both are located along Archer Avenue. Ooh. And so here are some of those stories. This is my favorite one. We're going to go to Resurrection Mary. You're welcome. Uh, who is very, very famous in the state of Illinois. Basically, the story goes that Mary had spent the evening dancing with her boyfriend at the O. Henry Ballroom, and they got into an argument and Mary stormed out. She left the ballroom and started walking up the avenue. Um, she didn't get very far when she was experienced a hit and run. Um, and the driver fled the scene and she was left to die. Um, and a Apparently, her parents found her and, you know, were super horrified at the the sight of her body. They buried her in Resurrection Cemetery wearing a beautiful white dress um, and nobody ever found the driver. So people are said that they um, they will claim to see a young woman in a white dress hitchhiking along the avenue and then vanishing once they get to the cemetery. 
Um, and the legend has persisted for decades with numerous reporting sightings of the ghostly hitchhiker. That is, um, that is, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't mess with cemeteries. I don't mess with cemeteries. No. Is that you? Are you Resurrection Mary? Well, I have a confession to tell you. <laughs> um, no, actually- it's not me. There's actually even an article in 1979 um, where a columnist detailed in the uh, suburban trip, which detailed the story of a cab driver who picked up a young woman, a looker, a blonde. She was young enough to be my daughter, 21 tops. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) anyway, uh, while he was shopping and then um, she, she kind of like Oh yeah, so she she like showed up and and he was talking to her and she was like here and like yelling and stuff and then she just vanished. So I've got an urban legend. And oh I'm wait, subs- I'm oh. not done with with oh. uh, Archer's Avenue. Oh well, that's Keep just on one going. story. That's number then, one. Let's then move we on. Ha- <laughs> then we have Bachelor's Grove Cemetery, which is located just off Archer's Avenue. Um, and it's one of the most haunted cemeteries in the U.S. People have reported seeing various apparitions, strange lights, other strange phenomenon, and eerie voices, of course. Um, but um, I thought there was something else, but that's it. Yeah, it's just spooky. Um, and then there's Monk's Castle, um, which also um, has a lot of spooky stuff going on there. But that story says it was once owned by a monk who was involved in occult practices. And strange occurrences are often attributed to this location, including shadowy figures and unsettling feelings. Aren't monks like strongly discouraged from par- like participating in occult things? Isn't that like not their whole thing? don't want to get down this road right now but there was there yeah there there are stories back in the day yeah it it gets it gets confusing okay it gets wild that's like a whole other episode for a whole let's not get into brielle's interested in the past (laughs) occult happenings okay (laughs) this is a transportation podcast (laughs) um oh but there's also supposed to be the wailing woman in the archer wood cemetery which is um, just the, apparently like they keep hearing this sobbing woman, lonely and alone, just sobbing. That's um, that's that's it's terrifying. I don't. I mean, I don't people, know that I would be able to. My neighbors uh, must think that that we must have a haunted sobbing lady ghost in my house. <laughs> I think it's, it's me. You. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> All right. Well, I know we're running out of time, but I have one quick urban legend for you if you're ready. All right. Let's hear it. Allegedly, some road down by Lake Eureka, so kind of by Six Flags St. Louis, allegedly, if you put flour on top of your car and drive down this road and go over this bridge again in the forest, um, you will have footprints on the hood of your car, like all over your car, because this spirit will come and like walk all over your car. 
I could not find anything on it um, on the internet, but I did text one of my friends and I was like, is this something that I just phantomly remember or is it a thing? And she's like, oh no, it's a thing. I just never did it because I was a chicken. And I was like, okay, same. So allegedly near Eureka, you can put flour on your car and spirits will walk on it. Ooh. I know. Uh, but yeah, that's what I got for you today. All right. Well, I think we have time for one last New Jersey I'll end, I'll end with Route 55 in New Jersey, the Indian Curse Road. All right. So basically in March 2016, an eerie video was posted on the internet of what appeared to be a ghostly woman in a white wedding dress moving down the side of the road along Route 55 in the area of Exit 56. The apparition appears to be floating. Is it a ghost or is it just an internet hoax? Dun, dun, dun. I'll put a link to that on my Twitter account. But basically, in March of 1983, the Department of Transportation, hey, Dot, uh, started construction on a field just off of Route 47 in Deptford between uh, Mantua and Franklin Township to build um, basically a seven-mile stretch of Route 55. Two months later, two uh, mysterious deaths began to involve the workers uh, with the project. Um um, basically everyone said, don't do it. Um, but they, the damage was done. And the first incident, unfortunately, was that of a 34 year old worker who was run over by an asphalt roller truck. Another worker fell to his death when he was working on an overpass swept up by unexpected high winds that had par- apparently come out of nowhere, um, just, you know, taken away. Um, and then after those incidents and a inspector fell dead on the job from a brain aneurysm um and then other workers and members of their families families suffered um weird maladies um a worker's feet turned black uh some family members developed cancer um and then a van with five dot employees caught fire and then blew up um parents of uh, uh killed asphalt worker died during the first week of construction and then a brother and father of another worker died that same week it just doesn't end um but yeah it's called indian curse road which you know like you're saying a burial grounds that's kind of common around here um and and it's by me oh there's a picture of that i travel that all the time i know where that is terrifying yeah okay um yeah um and basically yeah known as uh indian curse road now i uh yeah i'm gonna have to go watch you know uh, my favorite halloween transportation movie of mary poppins and i will not be elaborating further um to just you know get get my life together and not be terrified to step outside of my house or turn off the lights i am gonna fly you out here and i'm gonna drag (laughs) you down all these roads baby (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, everyone, so much for listening to our Lucy Goosey Crazy uh, Haunted Highway episodes today. We promise next time we will be a little more tight. <laughs> um, but that marks the end of today's episode. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jacob Brielle. Mary, do you want to give your Twitter information? You can follow me on Twitter at Mary. Nope. At NKO underscore one one nine. It's it's a good time. I'm not very active, but my like I like telling stories and I like liking things. So come hang out with us.
All right. And don't forget to email me at bjakelatfreightwaves.com to tell us everything we got wrong today about your favorite spooky highways and some of your other uh, spooky highways that we did not mention. And tune in in two weeks for our next episode on Freightwaves TV or listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Bang, 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 bang.